This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, Rabbi Yudin, of course, addresses the holiday of Pesach. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos. Good Erev Yom Tov. And wow, what a special day this is. Just know that Manish Tana, how different is this Erev Yom Tov than all other Erev Yom Tov. Let's begin and let's hope that we cover most everything because I certainly will not claim to cover everything. This morning, we, Emir Hashem, will take the ten perurim, the ten small pieces of chametz that you put around before you did your bedikas chametz last night. You will bring them in most communities to your local synagogue or wherever they're having a communal burning of chametz. And we stop eating chametz this morning by 10.30, and we are to burn the chametz no later than 11.45. At the time of the burning of the chametz, we recite the paragraph of Kol Chamira, whereby we announce and we say it in Aramaic, because what is said in Aramaic was there vernacular of yesteryear. If you don't understand the Aramaic, use a English Haggadah or Siddur, whereby we clearly renounce any and all ownership of our chametz. Very important. If you have not yet uh, authorized your local Orthodox rabbi to sell your chametz on your behalf, you can still do it quickly because he has to have that done before he negotiates with the non-Jew and that's going to be done shortly after 10.30 this morning. This Erev Yom Tov is different from all other Erev Yom Tov in that today itself at mid-the-day this is the time in the afternoon, one o'clock and onward, that we brought the Korban Pesach. Now, even though we don't yet have a Korban Pesach, it impacts upon us so much. So, for example, from the Torah, you can eat chametz today till 1 p.m., where did I get that number from? One o'clock is mid the day, after which, when we had a base amigdash, you could bring the Korban Pesach, not in the morning. Reason that we have to eat our afikoman tonight by chatzos, again, 1 a.m. in the morning. And the Torah says, in the Kriya Torah that we're going to read on next Shabbos, Achron Shal Pesach, that when you slaughter the Karban Pesach, you are not to eat chametz. And therefore, chametz from the Torah is prohibited to be eaten till 
or from mid the day. The rabbis came along, and because they didn't have, as we do, digital watches, they moved up the time to halachic hours. Hence, we stop eating chametz 10.30 this morning. But, let's move on. When a Jew brought his karbon, that was to him like a yom tov. Hence, ideally, you should leave your offices at 1 o'clock today. Not only is it Erev Shabbos, it's Erev Yom Tov, a very busy one, but you shouldn't be working after 1 o'clock. Now, you can certainly do after 1 p.m. this afternoon whatever you would do on Cholam You can drive, you can write, but you should be focused on the holiday and the forthcoming Yom Tov of Pesach. We'll come back to the Karban Pesach, please God, later on. In terms of what else do we have to do this Erev Yom Tov, in terms of uh, preparing, so first of all, just know that Lo'aleinu, anyone who is sitting Shiva today, gets up at 1 o'clock. And this is the only time that we get up during the year at 1 o'clock. The Shulchan Aruch says, please note, because people make the mistake, that because today, on Erev Pesach, after mid the day, it's a Yom Tov, and you can't sit Shiva, people sometimes during the year, on Fridays, will get up at 1 o'clock. That is wrong. You get up during the year, as much time to Shabbos as you need to prepare for Shabbos. Today is different. Now, because we are going in to Shabbos, and we are having our Seder on Shabbos, so make sure that your maror, the romaine lettuce, is to be thoroughly cleaned, inspected for bugs before Shabbos. Horseradish, if you use it, and we'll talk about it later on, must be graded before Shabbos. The Seder table should be completely set and arranged all this, obviously, before Shabbos. And when we light candles this afternoon at 7.06, the halacha says that we recite Lahadlik Neir Shel Shabbos and Yom Tov, and we recite Shehechiyanu, those who, women who light candles, say the Shehechiyanu, at that time. Okay, the Seder is not to begin until it is definitively night. Night is Shkia, is therefore 7, approximately 7.24 in the New York, New Jersey environs, and one should not uh, restart their Seder till the earliest, 8 o'clock, at the very earliest. Okay, a few minutes later. Now, what we must realize is that tonight is such a special evening. It is an evening that, aside from your guests that are coming for dinner, Who's coming tonight? 
Hashem Himself comes to each and every Pesach Seder. Not just Ilio Anavi later on in the Seder, He is present. He, according to the Zohar, enjoys our Magid, our uh, recitation and telling the story of Yitzias Mitzrayim and understand that many who wear a kittel, it's because to remind us that when we were privileged to have a Beis Amigdash, one ate Kodshim offerings with a white gown, and we end the Seder with Nirzah asking Hashem to look upon our Seder as if it is and was partaking of the offering. I'm going to, I hope quickly, go through the 14 steps of the Seder. We begin with Kadesh Kiddush. While there's a rabbinic mitzvah to drink four cups of wine, tonight the first mitzvah, because it's a Friday night, we have Kiddush all year long, and therefore, watch. All year long, not everybody has to drink from Kiddush. It's sufficient if the one who's reciting Kiddush drinks and everyone listens. Shomea Ka'ona. Tonight, everybody has to drink. Secondly, all year long, how much wine must be drunk? Melo Lugmav, a cheekful, which is a little bit more than an ounce. Tonight, listen carefully, we are to drink roll the entire cup, or rovkos, a majority of the cup. Now, how much should the cup hold? So, ideally, your kos, your cup should hold four ounces. It can hold more, but the bigger the cup, the bigger the problem. Why? Because we are to drink at least the majority of the cup. If you're a macho man and you have an 8-ounce cup, you have to drink at least 4 ounces for each of the 4 cups. The first cup, because it is Kiddush on a Friday night, Shabbos, it's biblical. And therefore, the cup should hold at least 4 ounces. As I said, you drink a little bit more than half. Now, people sometimes are afraid to drink wine. I can only tell you that wine is so much more and better more important and better than grape juice. Why? And you'll all understand this. We should all be privileged to have simchos in our family with friends. You're invited to somebody's l'chaim, mazel tov, and you start looking around. And the host said, what can I help you with? So you say, I see the champagne and I see the wines, but uh, uh, where's the grape juice? And the answer is, you don't use grape juice out of l'chaim, because that's not a celebratory drink. Yes, you can make a bori priyagafen. If you can't drink wine, yes, you have a problem with alcohol. Yes, use grape juice. However, don't be afraid. If you haven't gotten it yet, you don't have to drink a 14.5 alcohol content wine. You can drink a three and a half or three percent alcohol, a sugar-free wine. Be smart, and if need be, take a very low alcohol um, content of wine and mix that with grape juice, as long as you can taste a little bit of the wine. Because in actuality, it's not just four mitzvos 
that we adorn with a cup of wine. And just like all year long, we say Kiddush over a cup of wine, Havdalah over a cup of wine. Tonight it is for mitzvos. Kiddush over a cup of wine. The Haggadah is completed with a cup of wine. Birkas HaMazon, the grace after meals, has the cup of wine. And the uh, Halel at the end of the Seder has a cup of wine. But in addition, each of these cups are cups of Cheirus, demonstrating our freedom. These are cups of toasting Hashem. Ah, and therefore we should use wine. Okay, so therefore, don't get scared. How much wine do you have to drink? The rest of the three cups after Kiddush, you have to drink, for Revius, a little bit more than three ounces. Okay, it's not that much, when you think of it, that when you're going to be drinking uh, in total, because the cup... You're not going to find one less than four ounces. You're drinking a little bit more than two ounces four times, a total of eight ounces during the night. You can do it. Okay, we drink leaning to the one, to the left. Why? Very quickly. The Roman aristocracy ate and drank leaning. So what does that have to do with us? I'm going to suggest that our leaning to the left is as much as saying, look where you are, all our enemies, you are six feet under, you are long gone, and look where we are. We have outlived you. We lean because the Mishnah tells us, the first Mishnah in the fourth, in the, in the last parak of um, Psachim, and once again, Everybody drinks leaning to the left. Urchatz, we wash our hands as we would every Friday night, twice on the right, twice on the left, without a bracha, to arouse the curiosity of the young. Why are you doing this? Also, because we're going to have a wet vegetable that you're going to hold in your hand, and the water that you're going to dip the vegetable in is any vegetable except for lettuce. You're going to... JM and the AM, my apologies. I don't know what just happened. We had a problem, a little bit of a uh, malfunction here with Rabbi Yudin's Dvar Torah, and I apologize. We will pick it up, if not from the place where he was, certainly very close to where he was here at JM and the AM. Mitzvos that we adorn with a cup of wine, and just like all year long, we say Kiddush over a cup of wine, Havdalah over a cup of wine. Tonight it is for mitzvos, Kiddush over a cup of wine. The Haggadah is completed with a cup of wine. Birkas HaMazon, the grace after meals, has the cup of wine. And the uh, Halel at the end of the Seder has a cup of wine. But in addition, each of these cups are cups of Cheirus, demonstrating our freedom. These are cups of toasting Hashem. Ah! 
and therefore we should use wine. Okay, so therefore don't get scared. How much wine do you have to drink? The rest of the three cups after Kiddush, you have to drink for Revius a little bit more than three ounces. Okay, it's not that much when you think of it that when you're going to be drinking uh, in total, because the cup you're not going to find one less than four ounces. You're drinking a little bit more than two ounces four times, a total of eight ounces during the night. You can do it. Okay, we drink leaning to the one, to the left. Why? Very quickly. The Roman aristocracy ate and drank leaning. So what does that have to do with us? I'm going to suggest that our leaning to the left is as much as saying, look where you are, all our enemies, you are six feet under, you are long gone, and look where we are. We have outlived you. We lean because the Mishnah tells us, the first Mishnah in the fourth, in the, in the last parak of um, Psachim, and once again, Everybody drinks leaning to the left. Urchatz, we wash our hands as we would every Friday night, twice on the right, twice on the left, without a bracha to arouse the curiosity of the young. Why are you doing this? Also, because we're going to have a wet vegetable that you're going to hold in your hand, and the water that you're going to dip the vegetable in is any vegetable except for lettuce. You're going to dip the vegetable in the water. Water is a conductor of tuma, impurity. We don't want to impart impurity from our hands to the vegetable that we're eating. Another flashback to the way we conducted ourselves when we were privileged to have a base hamigdash. Karpas is the vegetable. In Elizabeth, New Jersey, Rabbi Tights. Zechrona Levracha, Rav Pinchas Taitz, told his community, take a banana, so you'll learn the halacha, the banana all year long, the bracha is adama and not ha'etz. Whatever vegetable you use except for lettuce, you dip that in the salt water, and we recite the bracha of Borei Priyadama, and we keep in mind that this bracha of Borei Priyadama is going to go as well for the moror we eat later on. Yachatz, we split the middle matzah. Every Friday night we have two breads, tonight we have three breads called matzah. The middle matzah we split, why? Very quickly. Matzah has two characteristics. It's the bread of oppression that they ate in Egypt because the Egyptians didn't allow them to bake their bread. And the same matzah is the bread of freedom. On our way out of Egypt, they didn't allow us once again to bake our bread. They rushed us out of Egypt. And so these two characteristics, a bread of servitude, a bread of freedom, we split the matzah and we ask everybody, which is the bigger piece? And the bigger piece is going to go for the Afikom on the dessert. Why? Because our Seder as well is split. The first half of the Slater, Seder is the historical past, leaving Egypt. The second half of the Seder is our future redemption. And the matzah, which is eaten at the end of the meal, as we go into the future, my friends, the bigger half, the Afikomon, is there to teach us the best is yet to come. Rachza, I'm sorry, Magid, 
Magid is, there are two biblical mitzvos on this night that are unique to the night of Pesach. One is Magid, to tell the story, and whereas all year long, every night we say in the Shema, that Ani Hashem Elokeichem, I am your God, Asher Otsesi who took us out of Egypt, that's sufficient. Tonight we have to tell the story with all the details, and we go through the process, we go through the degradation until the praise, namely, we start with Avodomoyinu, that we were slaves and now we become free men and aristocracy. We start with that we were descendants of idol worshippers and now, Baruch Hashem, God has taken us as His people to serve Him. And we go through the process, how the Egyptians enslaved us and what they, all the rights that they took away from us and the ten plagues and Dayenu and we explain the um, different parts, the different foods and Rabbi Gamliel. So if a doctor has very little time to have his Seder, if Sahal, soldiers, and we should remember them at our Seder, that are protecting Eretz Yisrael, when they have a very limited amount of time to have their Seder, they can skip to Rabbi Gamliel or Omer, and therefore women who have an obligation as well to tell the story, don't go into the kitchen to check on the food during the paragraphs of when Rabbi Gamliel would say that we each have to fulfill our obligation, explaining what Pesach is, we don't have Pesach today, explaining what the Matzah is, and explaining what the Moror is. After the Magid, we drink the second cup, leaning to the left. Rachza, we wash our hands, this time with a bracha, we're going to have the Yom Tov meal, we're going to eat the bread of the night, called Matzah. Motz, now before you go, make sure that everybody at your Pesach Seder has in front of them a large piece of matzah. We've been waiting for this night for so long. What does that mean? There's a biblical mitzvah to eat matzah. And so the Torah says, Achila, Be'erev Tochlu Matzos, Achila means a kezayis, the compressed volume of an olive. And therefore, it is in a in a uh, hand shmura matzah, approximately a third of a matzah, and in a squared matzah, approximately half a matzah. By the way, one point from before, during the Magid, the matzah should be, follow your Haggadah, uncovered. Lechem oni, lechem she'onim alav, dvarim arbei, the matzah should be there. At various times, when we pick up the cup, then you cover the matzah. Okay, motzi, we all say together, Motzi lechem mino aretz, matzah. We make the bracha, alachilas matzah. And what do we do? We take the matzah in our hand and we, listen carefully now, eat it leaning to the left. Don't talk while you're eating the matzah. And hot, cold, nice to see, whatever it is, don't talk while you're eating the matzah and think to yourself how privileged we are because this is the only biblical mitzvah all year long until we get the third base on Migdash, and we're going to get it, but until we have the third base on Migdash and eat Korbanos, the Korban Pesach, etc., matzah is the only biblical mitzvah. Enjoy the matzah. Okay? Eat it leaning to the left, and eat a kezayis or more. Moror. 
and don't talk yet, you'll see why in a minute. Morar, which is either your romaine lettuce, which was inspected, and or, I'm telling you now, it's preferable to have the romaine lettuce over the horseradish. Why? Because the Mishnah has five vegetables and the Roman and lettuce is before horseradish. I, your grandfather, my grandfather, didn't eat lettuce. You want to know why? They didn't have it. We have lettuce. And you'll ask your local Orthodox rabbi to verify what I'm saying. But for the diehards in the, who are listening and want to have the horseradish, because you're not going to take my word for it, okay, either have the lettuce first, but be careful. And I, I'm going to cry as I say this. Talk to all the doctors and you'll tell you that I'm right. That statistically, on the night of Pesach, there are two T-O-O many observant Jews in the emergency room because they eat horseradish on an empty stomach and they drink too much. Use your seichel. Our ways of Torah are pleasant. It was not meant that you should be sitting and coughing at the uh, uh, Pesach Seder. That's not what Moror is all about. Okay, the reason why I told you not to talk after your matzah or except for what you're actually doing, is because of Korech, the next step. We remember the Beis Migdash where we had them together, the Matzah and the Moror, and according to one opinion, the Korban Pesach as well. So we have the Korech, and we recite that this is what Hillel did. Please, God, what we're going to do in the future. Kor Shulchan Orech, enjoy the meal. Sfardim, eat roasted meat. Ashkenazim don't eat roasted meat. And both for the same reason. Sfardim eat roasted meat because this is the night that we ate in the past and will eat roast in the future. And Ashkenazim say, well, until we have it, we don't want to give the impression that this is the Gurman Peshach. Okay, Tzafun, ideally try to eat your afikoman by 1 a.m. A nice sized piece of matzah, according to the Rajbam, this is the mitzvah of matzah. Eat it leading to the left. Barech, Birkas Amazon, wow, thank you Hashem for giving us such a beautiful meal. Sing the Birkas Amazon, say it slowly. And what do we do after that? Listen carefully. We drink the third cup, leaning to the left. Afterwards, what do we have? We pour the fourth cup, and we pour the cup of Elio Anavi, the f- second part of the Pesach Seder. We're looking forward. I can tell you one thing. I'm not sure of many things, but I'm positive Elio Anavi will come. How do I know? How can I be so positive? That was the last verse of last Shabbos of Torah. The Navi Malachai doesn't lie. That's it. I'm not sure. I'm positive. So we pour Elio's cup, and we do so slowly, and we say to everybody, he is coming. Okay, we recite the Hallel. I apologize. We don't recite the Hallel. We sing the Hallel, which is so exciting. It's a spot. No bracha. Why not? Spontaneous. Because, wow, thank you, Hashem. And I can only tell you that the Imre Emes, the Gera Rebbe, when he said Hallel in Shul tonight, as many synagogues do and have that practice, when he said the bracha of before the Hallel, because we don't say the bracha 
at home tonight, but he said it in shul, he kept in mind the mitzvah of Sipur Yetzias Mitzrayim. And finally, after we've drunk the fourth cup, leaning to the left, you have Nirzah. Nirzah from the Hebrew word would say, thank you Hashem, and may our Seder be acceptable to you as if it was an offering. I apologize if I've gone a little bit too long. I can't tell you except that we make it Erev Tavshilin, not this week, but next Thursday. I hope we'll be on the air and on your computer that you'll be able to hear more about next week. But just remember that, please God, not tonight, Friday night, but yes, tomorrow night, before you begin your second Seder, which has to be, uh, remember, not before. Okay, Shabbos is over, so be in mind. Be, uh, keep in mind that tomorrow night we uh, start Sfiras Omer. That didn't take long. That reminds us that we left Egypt with a purpose to get to Sinai. Sorry, I can't go through the Kriyas Torah for these days. And the Mitzvah Hashem will talk more about the exciting part of Shvishal Pesach next week. I wish Nachum and his family and our entire family of JM in the AM a Shabbat and Chag Kosher Vissameach. Wow, what a privilege to have this opportunity tonight to enjoy and observe the Pesach Seder. <laughs>